You're listening to Yarns from the Plane, a podcast for knitters, crocheters, and anyone who loves to play with yarn. Christmas. It is indeed Christmas Eve. It's about half past four and I am sat in my spare room surrounded by partially wrapped presents, paper scrumpled on the floor because there's very little space for me to sit in. I've barricaded myself in for a little bit of privacy. However, outside I can hear the cat yowling so if you can hear that too, then, you know, just think that's Stella wishing you a Merry Christmas. My parents are downstairs, so of course I'm trying to do this quietly because they have no idea I do this and would probably have me committed if they found out. My husband is manfully preparing the stuffing and in my grand list of all of the things that still need to be done today... Obviously a podcast is not a high priority, which is why you'll find me here, surrounded by sellotape and wrapping paper and not enough gift tags. (laughs) I hope you're all well and I hope that your Christmas preparations, if you are indeed celebrating Christmas, are going well and apace. At half past four now, GMT, there really isn't much time to be going and getting yourself anything that you don't have anymore. It's a little late for that. But there we are. Um, In terms of my Christmas gift knitting, those of you who listened last week, the uh, episode entitled Descent into Madness, you'll be pleased to know that nothing has worked out right. I have finished the pale grey Mrs Beaton's I like them a lot. I'm not convinced that they are the right colour to go with the grey coat. I can't even check because mum hasn't bought the grey coat up with her. So I can't even sneak into the guest spare room and (laughs) see if I can match them up. I did cast on one using the pale grey angel and the charcoal grey Debbie Bliss Cash Merino DK. But I really don't think that 
that's even going to be finished by tomorrow. I've done the bottom ruffle. I'd still need to do the top ruffle. I'd need to then do 20 rounds of the rib. It's just not going to happen. Those of you who follow my tweets will have seen that come Tuesday in all the hilarity and everything else, I thought I'd really like to knit my dad a one-row handspun scarf like Stephanie Pearl McPhee. But I don't really have anything appropriate in the right colours that's already spun. Shall I spin him something? I managed, thankfully, to restrain myself from actually spinning something completely from scratch. And I did go to some merino that I spun when I very first got my wheel. I spun some brown and orange merino, um, split it into eight uh, each little bump um, I split into eight I had 20 grams of each colour um, two browns and an orange split them into eight strips and um, spun them in the same sequence of orange, mid-brown, dark brown um, spun four lots in that sequence and then spun the other four lots in that sequence and then plied them together it was the first thing I'd ever done on the wheel um, it's a bit thick and thin in places and um, some bits of it are overspun and some bits are underspun but you know it's not that bad for a first wheel attempt I don't think it looks like yarn um, in the same bag that I bought it from from Twist um, Fibre Crafts there were two greens and not long after that I then tried some colour work where I split them into different lengths um, so I think if you imagine however long your piece of um, top is wound up in a cape when you unwind it I split it into um, three um, width ways so I had three lots of the length one of them I spun um, a light uh, a mid green and a dark green as it was, the second one I split it into I think each one into half length ways so I had it two shorter pieces so it was light dark light dark, the third one I did into either three or four so it went light dark light dark light dark and then possibly light dark and then plied them together as a three ply of course that makes it thicker than the orange and the brown and I panicked at how little I had of the orange and brown because I only had 60 grams maybe about 70 yards didn't think that was enough decided to use the green on the ends I've needed to knit on a five millimeter needle and of course it's too too fat for that, it's too chunky for that but it's knitted up really nicely and remember this is the first time I've ever knitted anything with my hand spun so, you know it's looking pretty nice I've then swapped onto the orange and brown and carried on with that I'm about halfway through it if I don't sleep tonight it might get done for tomorrow I can't see that it will myself because I'm sat here podcasting to you instead of knitting on it there we are um however it's not been as straightforward you know i knit it on three or four needle sizes before i found the one that i thought would best suit both thicknesses of yarn and i started off with 22 stitches and then decided that that knit up really well and i knit up half of the green but decided that it was going to be really really short so i went down to 18 stitches ripped it back went down to 18 stitches did it again, started some of the brown on it, really liked it, still panicked again that it was going to be too short, so redid it again. 
So this final time that I've knit it, I've only got 14 stitches on it. So it's making a very skinny scarf. And of course, because I was panicking by this stage, I hadn't thought about the fact that I had 40 grams of the green, quite chunky, and 60 grams of the orange and brown. But the orange and brown was only a two-ply and was therefore thinner. So it's now going to be a very long well, maybe not a very long scarf, but it's certainly going to be longer than I thought it was, longer than I was panicking it was, and therefore probably would have been better done in the 18-inch wide. It's just not going to be a success, I don't think. I, I actually quite like it as a piece of knitting, and I think I might keep it myself, but I, I, I don't know that I'm going to give it to Dad. I really don't, which means that he's not going to have anything hand-knit from me, which he's probably, I don't know. My dad is a, is a really wonderful dad, and if I gave him something really, really scraggy, but something that I had spun myself, he would wear it, because he's that kind of guy. He's, you know, he's one of those fathers that will love you whatever. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I can inflict this on him. It's not quite what I wanted it to be, and I can't really do much about that now. Anyway, maybe, you know, to help calm me. It's time for something I don't normally do, which is actually to have a little musical interlude. That was Venez Mes Enfants by Stéphane Potvin and the Combrio Choir from Good Christmas Music, available from Magnitude. The intro music this week, again, was Sands Day Carol, Sussex Carol and Deck the Halls by James Edward. It's from the Magnitude compilation album Christmas Music. Both of those are available from Magnitude at magnitude.com. And as I sit here, surrounded by the chaos of my Christmas. The rump crumpled wrapping paper, the whole point of the fact that I'm not going to have enough gift tags 
I reflect on what it is that makes Christmas. For those of us who celebrate it, there are sometimes a lot of stresses, but don't forget, it all started with that first Christmas and a message and a promise of a season of goodwill. And I wish all of you, whether you celebrate Christmas or not, goodwill and peace. And I hope that at some point over the next little while, you find a moment of peace and calm, especially for you. However, if at the moment you are a little bit more like me and everything is chaos and you've ended up with nearly everything breaking those of you who follow my twitter feed will have seen that my fridge broke it's actually not the functioning part of the fridge that's broken it's a, a glass shelf but it was caused by the weight of a curing salmon which broke the glass shelf and which then obviously that meant it hurtled forward hit the door pushed the door open and the salmon skidded out at 90 miles an hour, weighed down by two four kilogram weights on top of it and frightened the cat to death because she was having her dinner in the dark. I can't imagine what it must have been like there to be tucking into your Felix and then suddenly they hear this almighty crash and the door open and the room flood full of light and you be attacked by a side of salmon. Um, there you are. It's obviously very stressful for her, poor thing, but... Uh, She's, you know, she's survived it. She's very wary of the fridge at the moment. But for that, I thought I would share with you a link from YouTube for one of my favourite Christmas songs. I managed to find it on iTunes last year, so it is available on iTunes. And it's Countdown, uh, sorry, Christmas Countdown by Frank Kelly, which is a parody of the 12 Days of Christmas. And as I sit here, up to my neck in crumpled wrapping paper, I'm thinking, at least I am not up to the neck in bird droppings. <laughs> okay, that won't make any sense to you at all unless you follow the link in the show notes to go and find it, or you are familiar with the song. I will actually put the link up as well in uh, Ravelry if it will let me. So, as it approaches five o'clock here there's not much else that can be done food's cooking the important presents are wrapped the knitting is unlikely to get finished and I've accepted that so it just leaves me to say that I wish you all a very happy and merry Christmas and if I don't speak to you next week I wish you a very happy new year. I leave you with John Bowden and the Boar's Head Carol, part of the Folk Song a Day podcast project which I mentioned last year and which is cycling round again. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. The Boar's Head in Hanbear I bedecked with bay and rosemary So I pray you, my masters, be merry, Gwanesters and convivial, Cabot every day for all, Red and swan is coming all, Cabot every day for all, Red and swan is coming all.
with a gay girl and let a severe cante grow. Cobbled up three day pharaoh, red and slow this all in all. Cobbled up three day pharaoh, red and slow this all in all. A steward has provided this in honor of the king of bliss, which on this day to be served is in regidency at trio. Cobbled up three day pharaoh, red and slow Thanks for listening to the A Folk Song A Day podcast. For more information about the songs, please visit afolksongaday.com.